What's the statute of limitations for piracy? And the reason you have to have Chuck D there is because Chuck D doesn't say anything except the truth. <laughs> a nightmare to almost everyone who's ever listened to it. You know you're you know you're wrong if both the witches and the Amish. You've been singing about semen to everybody. <laughs> Like, we just have to keep him alive to facilitate these things? If you are a Republican, diehard Republican, the election has been moved to December. Sushi Jackknife. 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 Sushi and now we're in. There we go. There we go. We just we had a count off everybody because um, Nathan has been sending me songs and I've been trying to add stuff to them. And uh, you know, in the in the old Pro Tools, like you do, you need a little time to get behind the drum set after you hit record. <laughs> well, how much time do you give yourself for that? Well, you have to figure it out. Um, Mm-hmm. Thankfully, in Pro Tools, we're rolling now, by the way. Hello, everyone. Oh, I know. Welcome to Sushi Jack Knife. Um, uh, th- you know, in Pro Tools, you can really set it for however long you want. Um, I was working in, for no particular reason, I was working in bars. So it's eight bars of 120, whatever that is. Um, okay. Before it starts recording. Which, like, bedroom recording, I mean... Man, that's a whole thing we could talk about because oh yeah, my well, life of bed and your life, I'm sure, of bedroom recording. I, so, um, before, so uh, for those who don't know, uh, the world is ending and we're all still quarantined that's, everywhere. That is correct. So to keep myself sane, I've been, you know, recording some music. Yeah, writing songs and recording them. I hadn't tried bed- bedroom recording in a long time. Yeah. It is a tremendous pain in the ass. It is. <laughs> it is. Not not just difficulty. Yeah. Like it's not harder to record what I'm trying to record than it is anywhere else aside from there's one of me. Right. <laughs> and so it's I will record something and then I have to stop recording to get up to go listen to make sure that the mic is in the place it needs to be. (laughs) That's right. And then I'm like, well, I don't know if it is. I should move it maybe here. All right. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And go back and try it again. And, you know, by the time you got it set up, you're like, well, I'm tired now, and I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yep. that That is the thing you have to fight against the whole time. You're just like, God damn, this is, this is just takes effort, you know? Like, yeah. Um, and you have to, you know, you have to have, you have to be in your technical mind and in your creative mind at the same time, which can be very difficult, I find. Oh, yeah. So where did you start with home recording? Did you have, like, a cassette recorder or something? No, I, um, I, I just like I do now used my cheap, yeah, <laughs> free <laughs> software uh, Audacity. Audacity, great, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, at the time, it actually I wasn't using Audacity. I, um, <sighs> what's the statute of limitations for piracy? Oh, it's over. It's over. You're okay. talking about when you were a so, teenager. Maybe, I don't know or? if you. Were you a teenager or like uh, early like 20s? Early college. Okay, early yeah. college. So, it's been a um, minute. I don't know I don't know if you remember uh, a thing called torrents. <laughs> oh, for sure. I, of course I do. What do you mean, Nathan? Um, Never heard of such a thing. Yeah. The, uh, I'm trying to remember what the name of the program was. It was... It was cool something. Oh, uh, Cool Edit Pro? No? Yes. Is that it? Was it Cool Edit Pro? I think so. Okay. I, anyway. Yeah. That um, I had used in <laughs> school for um, radio things. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. well, I can get this for educational purposes. Sure you <laughs> can. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, used that for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that and and pretty much one microphone, right? For you, you plug mm-hmm. it in, plug it in like one mic. Oh yeah, one cheap microphone. Yeah, um, yeah. 
like one one microphone that shouldn't have been re- used for anything. Yeah. I don't even know why it existed. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those too. I I had a um you know, it kind of concurrently I was using um software uh, and I was recording on like four track cassette recorder. <clears throat> I had a little Tascam thing. But before that I had like a a micro cassette like dictation recorder. And I, those are shit, but I mean they can be cool, but they can also be shit. <laughs> you know, I take it back. What I used first, first, yeah, in like junior high or high school was, and this um, this is going to sound really, really lame, but <laughs> before I say this, I will counter with this is very similar to how the mountain goats got started <laughs> oh really okay and they're very successful they, they are. uh was uh we had a karaoke machine oh yeah okay yeah so that those were really bad because that was <laughs> that was like the walmart karaoke mic yeah into a thing that's really not meant to be recording <laughs> no uh-uh no <laughs> Um, so I, I did forget about those, man, those, I don't, I don't think I have any tapes of those. Those were bad. Yeah. Yeah. Those, the recording was bad. The songs were bad. <laughs> Everything was bad. I guess if I go all the way, all the way back, it started. And if people don't know what, what I do for a job is I'm a, I'm a studio and recording person. Um, so I think it started for me. Uh, with the talk boy actually so mm. i have my life to thank for home alone too <laughs> like, i i think that really all of us can trace the beginning of our dreams back to macaulay Culkin. right <laughs> <laughs> but i i mean i just thought that thing was so cool and um my friends and i my cousin and stuff at the time you know we made like fake commercials and stuff like you do on a talk mm-hmm. boy, you know, pretended we had like a show and, uh, you know, all that stuff you end up recording over accidentally at some point. And, <laughs> um, Oh yeah. No, I, with the karaoke machine, cause it, it had a CD player, mm-hmm. obviously. And yeah. then the cassette recorder there, like before I was ever, even trying to do anything with music yeah it was like i'm doing a radio show here's exactly. the song yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right and let that play and for whatever reason you know just sit there and let three songs play and then it's back in you know yeah yeah the weather is warm <laughs> little did you back know to you. <laughs> you were you were practicing becoming a podcaster we both were really yeah like back then i mean like that's kind of an extension of podcasting is like a more legitimate form of that really in a lot of ways and Um, now that's why we sound professional as we do we do a decent (laughs) job i mean i i think so i think we do a pretty good job um but yeah yeah so the four track which was amazing because you could overdub right like you could record something guitar whatever and then you could do your singing separately or record a, right. another guitar, whatever. So I, I used that a ton and, uh, you know, recorded over a bunch of shit accidentally and, like, lost my mind. And <laughs> As you do. <laughs> As yes. you do. And then at the same time, I was using um, this program, which I think we bought from, from Best Buy, having no idea really what it was. It was called Acid. Um, <laughs> and, uh, whoa, whoa. Whoa. I'm just throwing my phone. Don't worry okay, about good, it. Okay, good, good. Um, Acid, and I think that's it's still around. I think it's owned by Sony now. At the time, I think it was like Soundforge or something like that. But basically, yeah. you remember that? You remember Acid? Yes, I do. Yeah. And you could record in it, but all I had to record with was like the little dictation microphone. <laughs> it's like the size of a dime, you know? And so I would record little stuff in that way. And then like... The thing about acid is like you could chop up shit and move it around. Yeah. And like that was like another way of making music, you know? Like 
uh, right now in like the YouTube like synthesizer world, there's a lot of people doing dawless jamming, meaning they don't use a computer because like a lot of electronic music over the last, I don't know, decade or so has been like someone showing up to a gig and just hitting play on their laptop you know (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah and so people have gotten away from that which i think is great i mean i I love to see someone perform you know and uh so there's this whole daw list thing but it's kind of funny to think about like back then i was doing daw digital audio workstation with acid and then i was also doing dawless on this cassette machine at the same time you know yeah it's kind of funny um you know, but that so, was yeah. So you were ahead and behind the times I was. at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> I still feel like that actually in a lot of ways. <laughs> uh, yeah, recording though, it's tough. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's, it's exhausting. It's fun, but it's not necessarily easy. You know. Yeah. And it's great when you finish something. That's what's really nice, and you can listen back to it. See, I. I have this love-hate relationship with it because it is, as far as music goes, my least favorite part (laughs) of anything musically. Yeah. I'm fine writing the songs. Yeah. Uh, You know, practicing is fun. Yeah. Uh, Playing shows like I've done in the past in my life. Enjoy that. Yeah. The recording... It's just a chore. <laughs> but yeah. you also want to so that, you know, you at least have record that it ever existed. existed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know how many, how many different songs I've written in my life that I've just forgotten. I know, right? I know that same feeling, yeah. It's like, where, where did those go? Yeah. <laughs> I always figure the good ones, like, stick around. Like, the ones worth remembering i do yeah like you know i don't i'm not a person who believes in fate yeah but i will say that somehow the universe i'm going to give the credit to the universe um has, (laughs) has an ability to make me throw out all sorts of random pieces of paper except like the three that i I'm like, oh yeah, that's a pretty decent. <laughs> oh, good. See, that's that's good, Nathan. Yeah, I just stumble on them every so often. I'm like, oh yeah, oh that yeah, that's song. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how that piece of paper slid by, <laughs> but it's still here. So, yeah. <laughs> I I obviously love the recording process. It can be. I know it can be difficult. I do love the recording process, though. Um, you know, I, I don't. I don't. I like playing live a lot, um, but I do struggle with like actually getting things booked. You know, like that's yeah. That, I'll, I'll, yeah. I take it back. That's my least favorite part. <laughs> Trying to find gigs. Yeah. <laughs> Anything promotion related. Yeah, yeah. That's is true. The it is because it's like Second. not what you want to be doing. Yeah. Right. Second is the recording. <laughs> not a fan. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it is. Yeah, a thing you should do yeah. so that you have them. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to do it. I was thinking the other day, like, just how how lucky I've been since moving to Nashville. Like, maybe this is a no-brainer, but, like, I was... I always wanted to be in bands, and I was in a few bands before moving here. And then I just did stuff on my own, which was not bad. That was a lot of learning. But, um, like there have been so many projects and bands and stuff since I've moved here. And, uh, it's, it's, it's great. I mean, we, we played together in two different configurations yeah. and, and then there've been other things. And, and then whatever this current thing is, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Whatever this current thing is or is going to be. And it's great. Yeah. I just, I'm happy to be involved. It's a social thing, you know, <laughs> I, I I understand the general words, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, being the social social person that I am, I completely <laughs> completely understand. It, well, unless you want to be a solo act, you do have to have other humans involved. That is true. Uh, yeah, and I I've done several solo shows. Yeah. They're not nearly as fun. They're not. They're not nearly <laughs> as fun. 
it's always just like a, all right, well, that that was one. <laughs> yep. Um, How'd that go? <laughs> all right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do another one now. Right, right. And then after that, I'll I'll probably do a third one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, songs? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, okay, uh, let me yeah. <laughs> let me let me know if uh, you know I need to turn up. Or anything. <laughs> yeah. Everybody having a good time? No. <laughs> it's, you know, it, maybe it's different if you play, yeah. like, m- music that is very mainstream. Yeah. And most people connect with it. Sure. Yeah. But I've never done that in no, my life. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> me neither. And so you do have that feeling of, like, half of the people going, I don't understand what's happening yep, here. Yep, pretty much. And maybe you get like one or two people and you're like, yes, yeah. I got them. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I mean, I, I have seen people do like covers and shit and nail it, but like that has never been interesting to me and I wouldn't be very good at it. You know, like I'm not, I'm not a cover. I mean, I like to cover certain songs, but even those songs are usually sort of obscure. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I've been, so I've been on a whole spree of what, what would be the funniest cover? song for me to cover? Yeah. Yeah. To me, I, I remember all of this is for me. I don't care about, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about anyone else's opinion. Right. It would just be very funny to me. And so I decided that the funniest song, keeping in mind, for those who don't know, which is most people listening, what I would be doing is playing an acoustic guitar and singing folk punky. Yes. I guess. That is what you do. What we're yeah. going to yeah. call it. Yeah. Um, the funniest song would be the Drake song started from the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> even just thinking about it makes me laugh every time um and particularly the part all of all of the verses um well and the chorus now that i'm looking at it um, i would have to find substitute two syllable words oh yeah (laughs) yeah right you certainly would sir (laughs) and so you know naturally the first word i came up with that makes it even funnier to me yeah is uh fella <laughs> fella uh-huh uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not bad I, I, yeah that, that works so <laughs> so it would be started from the bottom now the whole team here fella <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really make sense but whatevs no <laughs> it, it's just uh just happening fella? <laughs> so i think that that's still the winning most ridiculous song i could possibly come up with play on an acoustic guitar (laughs) i was thinking um well let me let me tell you my whole thought process here says it here but the first thing that pops into my head when you said that was like share life after love you know (laughs) but then i thought like that could turn a corner and actually be cool like if you did it right you know like (laughs) you sang it kind of like deadpan you know do you believe in life after love you know with your guitar and uh, well what got me started on that was i started (laughs) thinking about and i can't remember the band but it's a 90s band that um covered boys in the hood oh wow the the easy e song yeah yeah um I'm going to have to see if I can find this, but it's in in the least easy e kind of way. Yeah, yeah, impossible. And I was like, there hasn't been any anybody who's done uh, anything like that. Oh, it's Dynamite Hack. That's who it was. That was the the rock band that covered it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, once I get past this ad. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's great. It's so chill. It's just so ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's not a rap song, but uh, the band Soul Asylum, who did like Runaway Train, yeah. it's probably their biggest hit. 
uh you know real kind of grunge i mean they're basically a grunge band they did a cover of uh let's get it on <laughs> wait is it let's get it on no it's sexual healing it's sexual healing either uh, one's good yeah. <laughs> it's really good it's really good I and mean, he's just screaming the whole time you know bay <laughs> I think that's something that's really missing these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. That would be great. You know, all cover songs that anyone does lately, it's either a straightforward cover, yes, or it's a white girl with a ukulele doing a cover song. <laughs> that's true. That's true. There's a lot of really boring covers. You know, yeah, like what happened. I know it's everyone. There's a, uh, I don't know, I don't want to complain too much, but there's like a tendency to take a song that's like a really good song and just like mellow it out and like give it more of a, like a vocal thing, you yeah. know, and, and I don't know, that just never really appeals to me for the most part. Um, while we're on the subject of covers, yeah, I want this out in the universe because I've never discussed this on the podcast, but it needs to be said. Yeah. If anyone listening to this is a musician and they're thinking of covering a song, yes, and they're going, you know who is really popular? The Beatles. Oh God! <laughs> don't do it. Don't do Just it. Just don't do it. It no. never is good. <laughs> no, very, very rarely. Actually, I, I can't think of an example right now. <laughs> I can't think of a good one. I can think of. A ton of very bad ones, especially one of my favorite Beatles songs is Eleanor Rigby. Yes, great song. And people try to cover Eleanor Rigby, and they turn it into these weird, bizarre modern rock. Yeah, yeah. Stop it! No, That's- <laughs> Eleanor Rigby is perfect. You know, that is a per- it is perfect no, song. Change you can make to it. No, it's. So perfect that I, as a person who loves that song, have never even tried to play it because I'm not going to. You're like, right. there's no reason for me to play it. <laughs> no, uh-uh, no. The only th- <laughs> the only way, and and a, a solo like pop type person couldn't do this. You'd have to have a bunch of people. The only the only thing I could see cool doing with Eleanor Rigby was like a a vocal choir arrangement. Yeah, that like would a work. Classical choir kind of thing. That could the, be cool. I could see the that. The only the only thing you can do with it is class it up. Yeah, that's right. You can't take like, it down. Yeah, like a, a symphonic version of it. Totally. Where a full symphony is doing it. Yeah, that would be fine. Yeah, uh, a full cor- choral arrangement, perfect. That'd be great. A puddle of mud? No, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the other thing people tend to do with covers, at least in the last, I don't know, 15 years or something, is the mashup thing, right? Which, you know, I get tired of it. I mean, sometimes I've seen it where it's like, oh, wow, that was cool. You know, um, but uh, I don't know. I get tired of that, too. It's just a stark reminder of how similar songs are because there's only so many keys and chords and (laughs) chord progressions and stuff, you know? The the worst is when they do like three or four mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're like come on they're yeah as a person who has written songs i spend a lot of time going does that sound too much like this yes yes i think it does sound too much like that <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm scrapping this entire thing i know and then, yeah that like what so every weezer song sounds like every green day song and we're done yeah what is <laughs> i know i know well, it really sucks when they start doing that, where there's like so many, and you're like, "Yeah, I know," but, yeah, but they're not the same song. They they are similar. They're not the right. same song, um, and they can tease you too long with that too, because you're like, "I need to hear both choruses now." Like, <laughs> like, don't stop fucking with me. I want to hear the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who knew we were going to tirade about you know music for 20 minutes but there you go but we need uh, the world needs something yeah i know i know <laughs> good right now <laughs> yeah and i guess my version of good is um you know yelling at people who probably have never considered writing a cover version of eleanor rigby <laughs> them to stop doing it <laughs> i agree i agree also, anything you want to cover on the glass harmonica, I'm I'm good with that. Um, have you ever seen that instrument? It's uh, you know what I'm talking I, about. 
little bit, yes. <laughs> it's like, well, for anybody who, who might not know, it's like a bunch of glass. It's the equivalent of like having like 35 wine glasses in front of you. <laughs> and, um, but they're small, they're like little glass bowls, and you have to wet your fingers to play it. Like you literally like rub the edges of it like a wine glass. And it's the weirdest sounding instrument. I mean, it sounds, it can sound beautiful, but it can also just sound really strange. <laughs> It, it's one of those situations where the first time you see it, yeah, with it, I mean, not the first time you see a song, right? But the first time you see anything happen with it, you're like, oh, that's impressive. Oh, very. And much. then the second yeah. time, you're like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really only produces that one kind of tone that, like, yeah. you know, that's that's all it really does. <laughs> there's no way to like vary it, you know. Oh it's, man. There, there's, very little you can possibly care about with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you know the talking about covers, there was a big thing. Um it's probably still a big thing. Um gr- where I was growing up, th- there was uh, a lot of CDs of like bluegrass versions of rock music or like mainstream oh, yeah. music. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I um I'm trying to think of there's one specific band there's one called Hazy Dixie. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. which is they did ACDC, and uh, then they went on and did. I think they it may have been them. They did like Pink Floyd and REM the, and all this stuff. Yeah. What I'm trying the one I heard them do first. Oh, it was a Pink Floyd. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember which one it was. It may have been another brick in the wall or something. That's crazy. <laughs> like, this is the weirdest choice yeah. anyone could have made. That's acceptable. It's awesome. Oddly enough, I'm fine with that. It's, it's <laughs> awesome because it's so left field. And If yeah. you can change the genre of music, not slightly change the genre. Completely. Completely change the genre. I'm all for it. Yeah, like space rock to punk rock is not far enough. You need to go like way further. <laughs> if, if you wanted to uh, take the Rush catalog and make, you know, acid jazz versions of it, yes. fine. That would totally Do work. It. I'm totally down with that. Yeah. Uh, anything like that, um, you know, Lady Gaga and turn it into. Uh, thrash metal. Oh, that, that would work. Actually, that would work great. That would work awesome. Yeah, I maybe I need to just be for a living, be like a professional cover song consultant. Um, yeah, <laughs> I just consult with bands over. Ooh, I don't think I think that's too close to your original genre. You're a punk band, and you're going to cover the Ramones. No, 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 no. No, they they were a punk band. No, no, no. I'm thinking Katy Perry. (laughs) I'm thinking Django Reinhardt. Get it. Go ahead. And they're like, we can't play that. It's okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Is is it four chords? I can't do it if it's not four chords. (laughs) Right. There's, um, I, I have thought for a long time, and someone else will have to do this, not us, and maybe it already exists, and I don't know that a good idea for a, a, a podcast would be just a show about covers because there are a lot of stories I think in there. Um, oh yeah, about various songs that got cut. We talked about um, always something there to remind me. I think a couple shows back, or, or at some yeah. point, we talked about that. That's an interesting one. Um, there's a lot of like country songs that ended up on like that Ray Charles record. Um, modern sounds in yeah. country music, country and Western or country, whatever. Um, there there yeah. would be a lot of records you could, like you, you could look at um, Bob Dylan's self-portrait record, yes. which is yeah. a nightmare to almost everyone who's ever listened to it. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if you could still do this because, you know, me too, but Ryan Adams, entire Taylor Swift record oh i forgot that happened yeah 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 he sucks um, yeah yeah <laughs> he, he's not great uh he was, he was real skeevy real skeevy mm, yeah yeah there's that but you could still talk about the album you can talk and then it. just add a disclaimer at the end saying also um he's terrible also fuck that just guy. <laughs> as a person yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot you could talk about because there have been, and like a lot of songs, especially in the 50s and 60s, like the idea was to get the best cover. So yeah. you would just, everyone would do, like if there was a hit song, everybody on the roster would take a stab at it <laughs> just to see if they could like catch some of that, you know, catch some of that steam or whatever. Um, well, it's it's yeah. weird to think about like even the Beatles early yeah. on were covering Twist and Shout. Yeah, yeah, I heard that yesterday. Yeah, Kansas City, stuff like that. Yeah. Where, it, what, it was... Was it Revolver? Um, where they finally were like, okay, all original songs. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was it Rubber Soul? Maybe they may have been Rubber maybe Soul. Rubber Soul. Those were pretty close together, I think. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't ever remember which one came first. The one of those that came first. Yeah. But before that, every album had a cover because that's how you got people to listen. That's it. Yeah, that was the game, <laughs> and that's kind of the game again. Interestingly. Like, yeah, so many people get popular on social media and YouTube um, doing covers. You know? That's true. Yeah, that's how that's how the evils of Justin Bieber got <laughs> that's true to the world. Yes, that is true. And oh now gosh. the world's ending, and it's probably because of him. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to blame it on him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Actually, I have I have a theory. Okay, on why the world's ending. Okay, uh, not to. Not to completely change the subject, but sure. this has nothing to do with the subject that That's we're talking fine. about. That's fine. Yeah. So, all my life growing up, yes, I was a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Okay. I, I mean, I still am, but they never did anything good. Yeah. Um, they hadn't won a Super Bowl until uh, since 1969. Wow. Until. It's last year. Right, right. Big February, yes. right? They win the Super Bowl. Oh! <laughs> coronavirus happens. That's true. Now, we have protests and riots everywhere. Yeah. The world is going to burn down. <laughs> it's Patrick Mahomes' fault. Oh, okay. It's the quarterback's fault. He did this to the world. <laughs> the... For winning. The likelihood of the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl was so low that it wasn't even a hell freezes over thing. <laughs> it was just a, if that happens, the world ends. That's it. And that's what we're experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been, um, yeah, well, talking about the, I don't think two, I don't think two white guys need to say too much about the, the protest, except that, you know, right on, um, you know, we're on the side of protester we're, we're on the side of the protesters the absolutely yes <laughs> protesters protestees i don't know yeah we're we're on their side it's um the things that have the the, the obviously the p- police brutality and all that's been horrible so um and it's and obviously we've had huge problems with race in this country for a long long time and i feel like we've <laughs> this is okay not to spend too much time on sure. this but yeah it's not our place we're we're in a listening position, not a talking position. Exactly. That's ex- you couldn't have said it better. Yeah, but and this is the thing that drives me insane. How long have we been doing this podcast? Oh, five years. About five okay. years. Yeah, we have had more than one episode where I have spoken at length about how annoyed I am, how upsetting this is with different things involving police and african-americans yes yeah um the the main one that sticks in my mind is um uh oh i can't think of his name now in minneapolis he had the gun got pulled over got shot even though he warned them he was carrying a gun yes yes we had the right to have it everything right yes i remember that one I wish I could Castile. That's yes, it. that's the one. Yep, Castile. Um, that's this is point number two. By the way, I'm going to fast forward to point number two. Okay. How sad is it that we have to think through the list to figure out which person we're talking about? That is true. Yeah, that is very <laughs> true. Yeah, nothing has changed. No. Hopefully, something happens this time that changes. I'm skeptical because I'm a very 
very um, jaded human being at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it to change. Yes. Um, but nah, I don't know. It certainly needs to change. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you're right. Just, we're, 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 we personally are in a listening position. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, it's, and, and supporting, you know, and, yeah. and, and not letting people get by with bullshit, you know? Like, well, I, I, I need to amend my previous statement yeah. because you've made a good point. We're not in a, we're in a listening position, but not a passive listening right. position. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because how, and this is another thing. How many times have we heard people just related to this, but related to the Me Too movement, related to anything, yeah. go, now is the time for me to just take a step back and listen. Yeah. Like, no, don't take a step back. <laughs> no, no, you need to be stay, there. Stay there. Yeah, yeah, stay where you are. Going away <laughs> and listening doesn't help no, no, anybody. Yeah. Right. Fix the problems that you're near. Right. And you have to you have to confront the bullshit. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Um not that I'm I mean, being brave no and going pressure out. For the people I know. Yeah. yeah. It's not like I'm out there like doing the Lord's work, you know, being uh you know yeah. uh, calling people out left and right. I'm not, but you know, uh, uh you know, if should it arise, I hope I will rise to the occasion. I don't know. Well, I hope I do. Yeah. And also and this, I'm, I'm just going to put this one out there, and this is the last thing I have to say about it. If you are listening, and you're a white person that has at any point in time during this thought, hey, I'm going to go light something on fire. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Don't. <laughs> Bad white person. It's <laughs> not yours. No. no. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> well... And furthermore, I mean, um, I'm sure you've heard the speculation about, and I don't know what's been confirmed or not, but about a lot of these like white supremacy groups being the ones inciting violence. There, yeah, there are some. Um, yeah, the, the guy in Tennessee. Yeah, who lit the? I believe the courthouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on fire. Yeah, uh, they. He has multiple tattoos that seem oh. to link him to white supremacy. Oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah. Stop it. I know. I, know. I, I I'm in a listening position when it comes to things involving the African American community. However, I'm not in a listening position for the white people, so stop it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, seriously. Don't be <clears throat> dumb. Yeah. I saw Jen showed me something great online that someone had put together where there were these like Amish people uh, uh, protesting alongside of of the protesters, and then mm-hmm. there, there were these witches all decked out in like hats and black, and you know, um, protesting with the protesters. And there, the person's comment was like, "You know, you're you know you're wrong if both the witches and the Amish <laughs> <laughs> are not on your side," <laughs> you know. It's like, <laughs> and our friends the church of satan you know uh yeah. not church of satan uh sat- not the, not church of satan satanic temple sorry i always get that yes. wrong yeah tst uh, yeah we we lost we lost the satanists we lost the witches we lost the amish we're yeah. done our argument is over yeah that's right <laughs> they are all on the side of righteousness <laughs> so there you yeah. go uh, uh and also I, I said final point before, but this is my final point. Final, final point, yeah. Uh, it's June. You got five months. Yeah. Get ready to vote. Just vote. I know. Everybody, vote and your don't, face don't, off. Yeah. Don't just vote in the presidential part. No. Figure out your local election. Yeah. Vote there. It's more important for issues like this than the presidential election. That's true Do- in a lot of ways, yeah. Mm. it's uh yeah definitely vote definitely if if you're if you're leaning uh, towards the trump camp at all just don't 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 do that do the other <laughs> yeah, thing that's <laughs> i should have i should have let off with that yeah if you are a republican yeah diehard republican correct. the election has been moved to december that's correct <laughs> and you can only vote online <laughs> yeah um you vote by hashtagging your candidate. That's correct. Yeah, <laughs> and as much as <laughs> the more, 
Oh, uh, I never mind. I was gonna say the more often you do it, the more your votes you get counted. But I don't want them to tweet more than they oh, already no. do. <laughs> Actually, you lose That's points right. if yeah. you do it more than one time. Just one time. Yeah, <laughs> it divides the power of your vote in half each time That's you it. say his name. There you so. go. There you go. <laughs> that's how that works very good Man, in charge of elections that would be so much better wouldn't that be great yeah yeah i feel like we're we're just almost there where um presidential elections are held in the same way that like american idol yes yes used to be held i don't know if that even is still a show anymore because they brought it back and then anyway yeah whatever but Everyone gets to on one night sit sit on their couch and get on their phone and call in their their vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> would like that. <laughs> that would be and great. Then, and then just have Ryan Seacrest live streamed <laughs> on CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News delivering results. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just you know, and 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 it's going to get to a point where Ryan Seacrest can't die. Like, we just have to keep him alive to facilitate these things. I, <laughs> it's like him I like and uh, Richard Phil. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, what, uh, what's the guy's name with Kathy Lee? Uh, what's his oh, name? Uh, um, Regis? Regis, yeah. It's like him and Regis are like, you know, <laughs> preserved forever. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to take it one step further. Okay. I want him to host the Democratic and Republican. Um, primaries yes and then just once a week we have the vote and he has to tell the person who is eliminated (laughs) (laughs) i like that i like that and and you know we'll have paula abdul there too because i like her it's equally as (laughs) as effective as what we have now yeah we'll say it that way yeah i um let simon cowell run the debate (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that would be entertaining if nothing else yeah <laughs> yeah i mean that's all they are now i know it's true it's you have two minutes to explain how healthcare works go go <laughs> <laughs> um, two minutes to explain what you're going to do for the african-american community uh your time began 30 seconds ago now <laughs> speaking of uh, american idol i um i stumbled on this scottish sketch show today it was just recommended to me on youtube it's called burnistoon burnistown b-u-r-n-i-s-t-o-u-n and they did like a spoof of an american idol thing where this scottish guy comes in he's got this beautiful voice but he can't complete a sentence without saying fuck <laughs> he's like singing uh i think it was marvin gay he's singing let's get it on he's like let's get it on let's get it fucking on <laughs> Just can't, he can't do it <laughs> They're having him read out like you know the jog jumped over you know that sentence or whatever that you do for I, el- elocution <laughs> i feel like there's a chance that's probably happened in the history of that show right <laughs> <laughs> just can't get through it <laughs> oh man oh, I, yeah brian ryan seacrest is the answer to all of our democratic needs in this country i hadn't thought about it until now <laughs> and now it's all i'm going to think about i like it i in fact when i go to the polls in November, December, if I'm a Republican, right. I, will be, <laughs> I will be making the recommendation to the people running the the voting booth yeah. so that they can pass it on to their superiors. I'm sure it will get there. <laughs> <laughs> so he would he would have to have like a governmental position, right? Like a yeah. like a like he it's a lifetime appointee. He, um, he is secretary of emceeing. There you go. That's it. That's it. Well, he has to share it with Flava Flav, though. That's. I think that's key. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh man, that, and, he Chuck can the, and Chuck D. And Chuck D. Flavor Flav can be like the the deputy deputy secretary. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's the hype. He's. I mean, that's what he is. He's the hype man. He's just got to get out yeah. there and, and hype shit up. You know. Oh man! Chuck, now imagine. 
Yeah. The debates with Flavor Flav introducing everyone. Yes. That as would they be walk great. out on stage. That would be great. And the reason you have to have Chuck D there is because Chuck D doesn't say anything except the truth. Like Chuck D <laughs> cannot tell a lie. Like he's just just have Chuck D off to the side of the stage during the debate, and they just go to him after each answer, and he just goes, "Nope, bullshit." <laughs> yes, yes, no. <laughs> he's got Politifact right in front of him, and he's just. Oh, he is politifact. He is politifact. <laughs> <laughs> he's the human embodiment. He's got a he's got a rock solid bullshit meter. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I um I don't know if you saw this a while back. Speaking of them, uh, speaking of Public did, Enemy, yeah. Oh, no. did you know that Chuck D and Flava Flav don't get along anymore? Oh well, I kind of figured. I mean, I wasn't sure, but well, it yeah. it's a whole thing. It's Bernie's fault. It's really. Bernie's fault? Yeah, because Chuck D wanted to uh, play a fundraiser for Bernie. Yeah. And Flavor Flav didn't want to do it because he didn't want to support a specific candidate. Oh, okay. Okay. And now they hate each other. Oh, that's a bummer. It's Bernie's fault. I kind of see both of their points, though, you know, in, yeah. in a way. I, oddly enough, while I normally agree with Chuck D, yeah. I side with Flavor Flav on this because... It, it, the the stance that they've always taken <laughs> you can't really pick any political candidate because they're not going to meet all of your requirements right that's true yeah so if if you're public enemy and this is the same i was actually just having this conversation today about rage against the machine oh yeah yeah if you are either public enemy or rage against the machine really picking a political candidate is nonsense because every song you have is about how the entire system. Uh, political system is broken and evil. <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> that's true. You can find, um, interestingly, you can find videos online of um, Zach from Rage Against Machine. Zach Della, is it Roach or Roach? Roach? I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. Um, the lead singer. You can find videos of him talking to uh, Noam Chomsky. Um, and he's like, like shook. He's like clearly like a big Noam Chomsky like fan. <laughs> That's interesting, isn't it? And he gets a few yeah. minutes to sit there and talk to him, and he's just like, he's you know, he's like starstruck. It was awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, I was having a whole so Zach, what's his face? Yeah, uh, was on the newest Run the Jewels album. On oh, he was. Oh, cool. So that made me start looking up uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. And uh, thinking about how thing they've done is like very anti-capitalist, music-wise. Yeah. Anti-capitalist, blah, blah, blah. But then also their tickets have been sold on like Ticketmaster and stuff. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, sure. And you're like, Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, but then you're like, well, Zach, just in the middle of their heyday, was like, okay, well, I'm done with this now. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and they they have for years tried to talk him into a reunion, and apparently, no amount of money wanted to sway him. <laughs> right. So he's like the one person that was like really buying into everything. Oh, I think so. Yeah. And I everyone so. else was like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> like if well, someone wants to buy our t-shirt, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like their records, like a lot of times would have like recommended reading in the back. Like that, you didn't see that in a lot of albums. I thought that was awesome. And yeah. um, I mean, I, that is some of the, and I don't, I don't mean hard rock in the bad way, but that is the, the some of the like hardest rocking shit ever. It's <laughs> so good. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know how anybody could listen to Rage and not like... I mean, if you don't like hard music, I get it. But like, if you like rock music and you listen to Rage, like, there's no way you can't enjoy yourself. It's so good. It's just like, well, and, it kicks you in the teeth. And you're listening to it going, ah, man, I want to go 
punch a comptroller. Yes. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like. Just anyone associated with any any part of the government. You're like, oh, <laughs> Where, uh, the mailman's going to get it when he comes down the block. <laughs> <laughs> where's a lieutenant governor I could assault? <laughs> like, it's <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah, I, I, I have these phases, like, because, you know, I don't, I don't listen to, like, hard, hard stuff. And, I mean, it's all relative anyway. I don't listen to it that often, but I have, like, periods, like, a couple of days where I'll just be like, oh, fuck, like, I need to listen to Tool, and I need to listen to um, Rage, and I need to listen to, uh, well, what I, uh, Deftones, I love Deftones. Um, I was going to go see them, actually, and they the show had to be canceled, unfortunately. Bummer. Um and then, like, I stumbled on System of a Down, which is always, like, a couple of songs, like, for sure. Um, yeah. That Toxicity record, I think, is really good. Um, but I, I didn't realize they haven't made an album since, like, 2005. Like, I, Yeah, I saw that at one point because I went on a weird Wikipedia spiral with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, um, and there, There's, like, weird bad blood between the the two guys the singer and the guitar player yeah okay i figured the two main ones yeah um for for whatever reason and they just can't do anything they were a weird band really interesting band really i think i think all of them have like an i think i think it's armenian have like an armenian heritage yeah and uh so you can hear like that kind of music, like especially in his vocals and in some of the guitar stuff. And um, yeah, they were a completely unique band in a lot of ways. Completely unique. Yeah. It's, they're one of those that you still hear, (laughs) hear a song and you're, I mean, we're 15 years removed from when it came out and you're listening to it going, that's a weird one. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like even like, Chop Suey is a pretty weird song, and that's their like biggest hit. Um, yeah, which I love that song. Um, and then I totally forgot about the song BYOB, which I think is on either Hypnotize or Mesmerize. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. that song is crazy because it's like a metal song and like a some other kind of song, and then it has this like crazy pop hook that comes in. There's like three main parts to that song, and yeah. one of them is this like, and they're making fun of it. Like, I know they're making fun of that kind of music, but they also like just executed like an awesome hook, you know, at the same they, time. <laughs> they're making fun of it, but they had to do it well to actually yeah. effectively make fun of it. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I saw them one time because I wanted to see, they were the headliner, and I wanted to see Mars Volta. And, um, God, it was probably right in that time period. It had to be like 2004 or five right in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. They were, uh, that was the, the period where they were huge. Yeah. No, it might've been a little bit later. It might've been seven or something. I don't know, but yeah, they were huge. Yeah. Like there was, there was like a two to three year period where they were the band. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone talked about them. I never really listened to them aside from what was on, the radio on the radio at that point yeah uh but you know we're everywhere and then they just weren't (laughs) and then they haven't come back i think i heard that the singer i think his name is serge i think he made some other i'm sure they've both have they've all made other stuff at this point but i remember hearing uh i think he was even on npr and he had done like a some collaboration where it was sort of like this like electronic thing with like of some of that like uh, Middle Eastern music in there. Yeah. And uh, I always thought his voice was really cool. It's really different. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I go through periods of time where all of those bands or musicians from when I was in high school, I'm like, what, what happened to them? Because yeah. they just went away. Like I had to, I had to look up Nelly the other day oh yeah you remember like it was the same three-year span i think yeah pretty much yeah (laughs) Yeah. where every every album he put out went number one yeah and then all of a sudden he's just gone he was totally gone yeah i i still haven't figured out what happened there it just he just wasn't popular yeah and dude that's another one like there are a handful of nelly songs that i'm like fuck yeah that will still (laughs) Well, I will still turn on, you know, um, that stuff on the first record. What was it? Country Grammar, I think. Yeah. 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 I mean, that 
that album was gigantic. There Huge. was the yeah. the year that he put out Sweat and Suit. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. I, I remember that being a thing. And those were both like I think that was number 1 and number 2 the same week. Yeah. Yeah. And that he, all mixes in like his first record that all mixes in with like uh, Genuine Pony for yeah. me and uh Ludicrous <laughs> Pony, dude. Talk about covers. Um have you seen I'm sure you have. I'm sure you've seen Postmodern Jukebox on youtube Have you uh, seen yes them? yeah that shit is amazing that's a cool idea where they do pop songs and other stuff but they do it in like a 20s jazz style. right it's really good um yeah and the woman that does the cover that sings the cover of pony is like she's going for it it's awesome um <laughs> you, have to. you can't do pony halfway no there's no half-assing pony and go you, all with <laughs> My smart, my smart speaker knows me well because I'll just say, "Hey Google, play Pony," and she <laughs> launches. No, and I just hear that 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 awesome little—I don't even know what it is—that sample that goes bow, 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 bow. <laughs> it's such a weird, weird song that was a hit. <laughs> it's so good though. Like it's it it's it's like. You could say it's cheesy, maybe, but it's so fucking good at the same I just, time. <laughs> I I love any song that is going to be popular at any sort of club, but to the point that, like, you have upper-middle-class suburban people <laughs> yeah, yeah. singing these lyrics that do not fit with them no, at all. No. Just very casually. <laughs> yeah. um, like, there's that one, or... Um, oh, I'm, I'm trying to think what the... what the actual song is. Uh, hold on. Yeah, Lil John. Oh, Lil John, the, yeah. Ah, skeet, 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 skeet. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you just had people everywhere doing that not thinking about what it is they're singing about right (laughs) right that's always bothered me like inattention to lyrics from the general community the general like population has always bugged me because i'm like do you know what you're think about what you're singing you know (laughs) i don't know that song's about semen yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) just getting it all over the place (laughs) I'm sorry to have to be the bearer of bad news for you, but yeah. you've been singing about semen to everybody. everybody. <laughs> Other good examples are that James song, that band James, you know, um, this bed is on fire with passion oh, yeah. of the neighbors complain. And then there's um, it going even farther back, uh, the Kinks, Lola, right? Oh yeah, uh, you know, which is a it's song. So uh, it's a great song. It's a song, but it's a song about a guy who falls in love with uh, a trans person. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. written in the '60s. It's fucking fantastic. Um, but it's just so catchy. Who cares? You I know? know it's great. Um, I mean, there's so many examples when you stop and think about it. Um, yeah, it's. I think there. This is the thing that I think will save the country and society as a whole. Yeah. If someone can come up with just another hit song that's about uh, analingus. We'll say analingus. (laughs) And just everyone is too distracted singing about analingus to you know, to get mad at other people or it like the police stop attacking people because they're busy saying about licking butthole, <laughs> things like that, that will save the country. <laughs> the country that was too busy to hate. Yeah. <laughs> they just need, we're to- all very focused on one thing. <laughs> <laughs> licking assholes singing. About- <laughs> Man, I am just full of great ideas tonight. You know, you gotta write this shit down, man. Thank God it's being recorded. Uh, I know for posterity here. <laughs> posterity. Preston Analingus. Yeah, I think that's the name of our uh, Analingus song, Posterity. 
Yes! Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. <laughs>